I called Sabrina Realty when I needed to sell my mother's home. I had already received a cash offer, but Sabrina said she could sell the home for more. Sabrina sold my mother's home for $80,000 more than the cash offer. She took so much stress off of me at such a difficult time. I'm Sabrina Smedley, and I would love the opportunity to work with you when you're ready to transition into the next chapter. Sabrina Realty is the right choice. Welcome to Focus for Women. This is a show about women inspiring other women, women in business, and women doing great things in the world. Here are your hosts, Sabrina Smedley with Sabrina Realty, Mandy Livingston with Optimize You, and Misty Bolt of Medicare Misty. And welcome to Focus for Women. This is episode 13. I'm Sabrina Smedley with my co-host, Mandy Livingston. How are you doing today, Mandy? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on in your world? Oh, my gosh. Well, Kaylee's getting married, my daughter, in three weeks. Oh, my gosh. We're down to the wire. Oh, yeah. There's lots of drama, I bet. Honestly, Sabrina, she's done a great job That's like putting good. it together. She's so headstrong and like... I mean, organized. Oh, and I can tell that when I met her. Oh, for the love of all things great and small. But she, I mean, so she's got down. So basically, I get invoices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> You're just a, a, a yeah. ATM machine, Yeah, right? she's like, so this one says it's due tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah. love you too. I yeah. mean, but, you know, that's kind of where we are. We're at the point where, you know, money's the thing right now. And so then now she's got all that done. Optimize You has some big news coming up, which okay. I'm just going to put a little teaser me. out there, just a little tickle um, out there. I give us a little teaser. So we got some big stuff, big plans that, that are happening in the next couple of weeks. And um, other than that, we're doing an estate sale for Rob's grandfather that passed away. So we're doing that in a couple of weeks, too. So you got Mandy Livingston is a little crazy. Yeah. I'm a little crazy. Oh, and the I Fit understand. Expo is starting, you know, we're starting to get that up and, you know, running and, you know, meetings with Sean mm-hmm. with that. And, you know, so. <gasps> well, there's we got a, this. There's a lot <laughs> involved with a wedding. I remember now I have two sons and a daughter. Uh-huh. The two sons were a lot easier. The daughter, I put her on a budget day mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. I was like, because. You know, we went to the the Pink Bride event down mm-hmm. the convention center. We and, did of course, that. they've got <laughs> little booths set up. I mean, all the bells and whistles. And I was like, okay, here is your budget. Mm-hmm. So you got to pick and choose. You can't have it all. Yeah. But anymore, it's a production. It really is. I mean, I felt like it was such a production. Do you know what I do not understand? I do not understand the asking of the bridesmaids and groomsmen and stuff with the gifts. Yes, well, now you give gifts to all your guests, too. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's like, wow. You do it's that. changed a lot. Oh, yeah. All the, and then all the parties that go with it. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you had a bridal shower. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. We have to do the, you know, engagement party. Then the bridal showers. Exactly. And the, you know, the bachelorette with, you know, da, 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 da. And the bachelorettes are kind of a big deal. Like, right. They want to go somewhere. I'm like, yeah. look. Honey, unless you gotta somebody's get all, paying for me, I don't know where y'all are going. You got to <laughs> take them somewhere. You got to get them all gear. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But even if Kaylee and her fiance have, you know, they've contributed. We've contributed. His parents have contributed. Mm-hmm. You know, her dad has contributed. So, the, you know, they've they've got some things coming either way. So it should be fine. But, man, it's yeah. getting down to the wire. And she's getting nervous. 
Oh yeah, no, she's, it's all it'll all work out beautiful, and you'll be a nervous. beautiful mom of the bride oh, too. Thank you. So I know it'll be beautiful. I tell you, I've read somewhere the average cost of a wedding now is like thirty five thousand dollars. Uh huh. I'm just like I would rather have the money, mm-hmm. you know, to use towards a house or a nice vacation or something. This is our and, third big wedding. Yeah. Yeah. in the last two years <laughs> this is, is this the last one or do you know i got one more coming oh my april goodness. 24th my well, youngest son noah well start saving at least the guys it doesn't cost quite as much you know well. but anyway <laughs> well i look forward to seeing those pictures yes and i look forward to hearing the good news about optimize you yeah you know the real estate market um is still thank god i am still really busy but mm-hmm. i've talked to a lot of realtors that i mean i just saw one of my good friends yesterday and she was like you know my, my business is dead mm. and a lot of it is the interest rates but what buyers are not thinking about when it comes to these interest rates so right now the prices have kind of gone down the sales prices Mm -hmm. they've kind of you know just like leveled off but what's going to happen when those rates go back down those prices are going to go back up Mm -hmm. so it's almost a wash Mm -hmm. because with with the rising interest rates right now the prices have stabilized they mm-hmm. really have they're, they're not, not shooting up clear they're as not much. shooting up like they were last year but what's going to happen when we do see those rates drop again mm-hmm. here we go yep those prices are going to start going up because the de- the demand's going to increase i say it's a never been a better time really to buy because mm-hmm. <clears throat> for buyers there's less competition out there mm-hmm. You can get some incentives out of the sellers. Like right now, I've got two new construction listings that just got completed. I was talking to my builder. I said, let's offer something that no one else is doing. Mm -hmm. Let's offer a buyer incentive where they can take, you know, $5,000, $10,000, either use it to buy down their interest rate or use it towards closing costs. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, buyers got to understand there's opportunities out there. And two, you can make these lenders compete. Yeah, you oh know yeah. what that's about. Oh, oh, yeah. Because they're not doing as many loans as they were mm-hmm. doing. So you can make them compete. I just had a buyer do that. Mm-hmm. She had one uh, one lender offering to uh, contribute 10000 towards closing costs. Yes. She, and her, the lender she was with wow. matched it. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing all this. I you don't know, either. But... They're thinking outside the box, and that's really mm-hmm. what you've got to do right now in this market. But fortunately, if you've been watching the news, folks are still moving here. We still have an influx of people moving. Mm-hmm. They're moving to Texas, Tennessee, and Florida, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing it every day. I'm working with clients now from California, just closed with some folks from Costa Rica, mm. folks from Illinois. They are all coming to Tennessee. Can't blame them, though. I know. I mean, when we live here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, the saying there's no place like home is very, very true. That's right. Well, I'm real excited about our guest today, Mandy. We have Kim Chapman, and now I have to add the name Whitfield, right? That's right. So it's official, (laughs) Kim Chapman Whitfield, and I have to get used to that because I'm used to seeing you on News Channel 9 kim chapman and now it's kim chapman takes up the whole bottom of the screen i know it does they were a little frustrated now we're not going to be able to fit all this down here our font doesn't work kim they they figured it out (laughs) thankfully so kim i'm excited to have you on with us today because you are a fascinating person you have a fascinating career and i know you have a great heart because when i was county commissioner i had some dealings with you on uh, some of the things I know are near and dear to your heart. But 
I'd like for you today just to kind of open up and tell us how you got started. Because I know you've been at News Channel 9 23 years, a long time. You're like a permanent fixture there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we ever looked on Channel 9 and you're not there, people are going to be upset. Yep. Well, that's because good to know. <laughs> you are. Yeah, absolutely. Job security girl. Yes. But tell us, did you always know when you were a little girl, did you know this is what you wanted to do with your life? Or how did all that happen? That's so funny because when I was little and people mm-hmm. don't believe this but when i was little i wanted to be one of two things i wanted to be either a garbage man or a firefighter because you get to ride on the back of a truck either way oh, and i is. thought that was cool yeah but either way you're riding on a truck that's what i thought on the back of it hang on okay. so you were a tough little girl uh-huh she's got danger zone written all over that her. about that tough little girl she wasn't playing with Barbie dolls. Yeah. She's playing with like, G.I. Joe. How do I get on the back of a truck? <laughs> That's not cool. dumb. No. That's cool. No, it's adventurous. Yeah, it's like, adventurous. Because oh. you know your mom and dad are like, girl, you ain't about to get on the back of a truck. What are you talking about? Right, we need to talk. Yeah. We uh-huh. need to have a good talk. We're talking about safety, Kim. <laughs> so, so that was Buckle your up. dream. That, that's funny. Well, I love I it. That would have been cool. But oh, then yeah. as I got older, I really, well, I thought at one point I was going to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. I loved it, loved it, and then I started writing for the school newspaper, and then I thought, well, this is interesting. So I majored in mass communications. Actually, had a professor who told me you'll never make it in this business. Oh my goodness! Right. Well, yeah. now, was this a professor in college that mm-hmm. told you this? Mm-hmm. Chester Gibson. Oh Look, she goodness. knows his name. Call him out. Chester Call just him got out, called girl. straight out. Call him out. Right. Look at her today, Chester. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. but you know, sometimes though, I think because I hear this, where that there's one of two roads you can take when mm-hmm. being told that either that's going to make you more determined. You're going to show Mr. Chester. Mm-hmm. that he doesn't dictate what you right. do or it could have just bursted your bubble to where you just gave up right you know because mm-hmm. i've talked to people on that have had that said to them by an instructor someone very influential in their life and it did one of two things right mm-hmm. right he said that and i was kind of like okay watch me yes mm-hmm. i love it you i'm know. about to ride on back a truck and <laughs> write a story about and you write a story about it. <laughs> put, you in the, it put you on the news yeah i'm gonna put you in the dumpster no i'm just kidding i'm totally kidding <laughs> so <I'm not. laughs> so how did you decide i want to be a journalist or i want to you know work be on tv reporting all these neat stories that are happening i mean how did you make that decision it came in college I came in college that I really enjoyed news and being able to take something and put it together so that it made sense and that it was fair on both sides. And I remember when I was in Anniston, Alabama and high school asked me to speak. And this was when I was really young. I mean, really young. Mm -hmm. And uh, the gymnasium was full with kids. Yeah. And you speak a little bit and then they ask questions. And this one little kid said, well, why did you want to be a reporter? (laughs) And at that point, I was like, I haven't been in this six months you know and <laughs> yeah. i said because i get paid to be nosy yeah. Ooh. And I thought, Ooh. yeah you know because uh-huh. you get to ask questions that maybe other people exactly. might not be able to and be able to take that and take it to your audience your viewers exactly whatnot. i love exactly. that exactly now you said something very interesting mm-hmm. you said the word fair you want to be mm-hmm. fair you know anymore it is challenging for anyone associated with the media to be looked at as being fair 
You know, they think that there's this perception it's out there. It's either one or the other. Yeah, the right. news reporters are out there to get you or they're not reporting things fairly and accurately, especially mm-hmm. in our political climate nowadays. So I think that's very interesting that you said it was important to you to be fair. I, I see you as being a very fair person. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So that's very rare, though, today when it comes to news anchors. I mean, do you agree? I think maybe on a network level. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's no secret. You have Fox and you have CNN. Right. And yeah, exactly. And, and they're they're MSNBC, yeah. which I would never turn on. But anyway. <laughs> well, we know, we know what Sabrina's not watching. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I think locally, yeah. I think we are fair. Yeah. Uh, we actually had a, a conversation at work about this yesterday, about our responsibility as journalists and as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take into account, and it's my job to ask you questions, and you might not like, right. you might not like what I'm asking you, mm-hmm. but that's my job. It's my responsibility. Exactly. To be able to take that and then take it to the people in the community, you know, who need to know, and to get a better perspective of something they might not have otherwise right well i can say for the local reporters you know the eight years that i was in politics Mm -hmm. and serving i really thought for the most part all the local reporters were pretty fair Mm -hmm. there was only one incident one time that i thought and and things were twisted and not reported accurately Mm -hmm. but i called and confronted it and rather than retracting the story they gave me a free story of anything i wanted to report on which which was fine i took it but for the most part i did always feel like i was done fairly but you know i think sometimes too what i've noticed is there seems to be a lot of turnover yes is that true oh yes and so i wonder if sometimes if these younger reporters are trying to so in such a they're just trying to make a name for themselves Mm -hmm. so they are trying to do this gotcha moment when Mm -hmm. they're you know interviewing someone am i am i accurate in that assessment because i really see that Mm -hmm. i've seen some of them i'm like you know you're really just you're not being fair Mm -hmm. and your line of questioning is you know trying to get a certain outcome rather than get the truth and I wonder if that's because they're trying to make a name for themselves because it is so competitive or there is so much turnover. I think maybe, and this this may seem not rude, but I think a lot of times they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to ask or how to ask oh, it. I, and just yeah. lack of you experience. Know, maybe a, I don't want to say not having a, a backbone, but yeah, lack mm-hmm. of experience I mm-hmm. think can be the yeah. key to that absolutely but there is a tremendous amount of turnover news channel nine used to be what we called a second or third stop yeah. meaning you get your experience at one station or and then another station and then come to news yeah. channel nine or then come to chattanooga but uh-huh. the way the market has changed a lot of college students if they're really good will go straight from college to cnn yeah or to network uh-huh. specifically yeah. and it's just the market doesn't pay what it used is to is that what mm-hmm. it is i was so nice is it the pay Yes. It is. Yes. It's it has a lot to do with it. Yes. So how does Chattanooga compete with these other markets? Is our pay real below um, what these other like markets standard. are offering? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, or is it? The bigger the market, the more the money, okay. typically. All because right. the more the people, mm-hmm. you know, the more advertising. The more viewers. And, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I would say we're getting bigger. Yes. 
And we are literally sandwiched between two very big markets, between Nashville Mm -hmm. and Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So this to me, and I mean, I've never done what you do. The closest I come is what we're doing right now. (laughs) But (laughs) but it would seem to me this would be a fantastic place to start and learn and get the, you know, get learn the ways to ask the questions to, you know, to get the truth and, you know, to be fair and things like that from people such as yourself who have been in this industry and are so well groomed and are so well respected that you know if you're looking to go to one of those bigger markets that are literally arms reach away this would be perfect well, Kim, mean, Kim did all that. Yeah. You did all that. That's why you're so good today. Oh, so, I wouldn't say that. So, so, yeah, <laughs> really. Kind. So back, back to your story. Kind of tell us, like, so, okay, so you had this moment in college. You realized, I want to be a news reporter. Mm-hmm. So how did you make it happen? I just asked. And a lot of it is contacts. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who works at a station, you reach out to them and so forth and so on. Just like in any other job. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know someone who knows someone. And it worked out that I knew someone. Um, well, actually... I found out about a job in Rome, Georgia. I did mm-hmm. that on my own. It was an independent station, meaning not ABC, NBC, yeah. so forth, so on. And um, I don't know if you want me to get into all yeah, this story. Yeah, I do. Was, tell it, us. Yeah. It was definitely a learning experience. Yes, and it was kind us. of on the, the professor in college, just on a bigger level mm-hmm. with, okay, watch me. And that sounds like I have such an attitude. but No, it's I don't so, think so. You know, just a, it was difficult but it was definitely a learning process yes there's nothing wrong with being confident in who you are and that's why i view that i don't view that as arrogant at all okay well we don't we don't want that because no, i don't think that i am i don't think you are at all i know you, self, you are not self-esteem yeah self-esteem yeah. so anyway there's nothing and you that. knew you had something to offer so yeah so go go ahead right well so i went to the station it was um oh gosh said it was owned by said brink broadcasting mm-hmm. and went there as a reporter and there was a female reporter there who left and I basically filled her shoes or got her job, filled the uh, filled the void. Mm-hmm. And then they hired a guy behind me and his name was Rick Bernstein. Okay. And so keep in mind, I've been there five months, right? Yes. And the news director and the general manager call us into the studio, the, the news studio, and says, we have to have a talk. And when you are in the studio, yes or no, your mic is always hot. Yes. Because you don't know. I mean, yes. you, you turn it off and it might not have clicked all the way. Yes. Take the you just never you just act that way and then there aren't any problems. Well the news director didn't realize this. Oh. Which was yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I'm yeah, picking up was, what you're putting down. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Lord, exactly. Yeah. So shot himself oh, in the foot. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. And so did the general manager was kind of funny so i you know we're in there and he says you know we've got to make cuts you know the budget the company blah 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 mm-hmm. and so i start crying and i'm like i've been here five months you think this is my first job and i failed and what do i do now and he excused everybody from the studio he said i'm gonna talk to kim alone and i'm you know mascara everywhere it's like yeah that was a really ugly cry right oh. <laughs> and i said how old were you at this point oh i was right out of college okay. i was you know early 20s okay. right yeah and um, he's, I said, why me? Because it, um, it was me, it was a photographer, it was um, a receptionist, and then someone else, I don't remember, maybe somebody in sales, I don't remember, but there were four of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two men, two women. So I said, why me? And he said, Kim, you do, and he named like 10 things that I did better than the reporter 
who got to keep his job, who had less seniority, even though it was just a couple months, but yeah. it was still seniority. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't understand. If you say I do all these things that you like, that I'm doing right, then why me? Mm-hmm. And do I say, as God is my witness, he said to me, Kim, if you had been a man and Rick had been a woman, I would have kept you. Oh my goodness. And so the people in the control room. Was his Michael? Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. Jesus. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he had your back, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, they boy. all heard that. They were in the control room. And so it was just, Barry thought it was just us and mm-hmm. our conversation. But in the control room is kind of like the heartbeat, the heart of the station where they, you know, they control your audio sure. and the camera shots and all that. And the people in the control room saw this oh, my and goodness. said, pot up his mic. And so they hear all this and they had the same expression. That, oh my you know, goodness. And Mandy's jaws on the floor, you know? <laughs> exactly. I guess it like. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, we were done and we opened the, the studio doors and a friend of mine there said, you go home, get yourself cleaned up and call an attorney. I will testify for you. Oh my goodness. So we added up, you know, found the people, recruited, whatever you want to say, people who offered to testify who were in that room that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have that. So I go to the news director and the general manager. And I said, yeah. okay, I'm leaving. Could you write me a letter of recommendation? And the general manager, first sentence says, Kim is second to no one that we've ever had here at News Channel 9. And my attorney, Lynn Rambo, which I loved her name, mm-hmm. um, yeah. was just like, girl, Oh but my. there was, wow. there, I know, and there's such there were so many steps that you had to take, mm-hmm. and one of them was filing a complaint with the EEOC, the Equal Employment yes. Opportunity Commission. Yes, yes. And so Lynn said, "I'll take care of this," and she called me and she said, "We lost that. They didn't wow. rule in your favor." And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Because they got rid of two men and two women." Wow. So and that I was said, equal, equal in their eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Even though he made that comment. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pause right there. This sure. is so interesting. I mean, wow. and in, it's interesting and infuriating. It just oh, yeah. makes me so mad. But anyway, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to pick up where we left off. You're listening to Focus for Women. We'll be right back in a minute. More Focus for Women to come after this brief message. Hi, I'm Mandy Livingston from Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake. Attention all ladies, listen up. Are you feeling tired, loss of energy, weight gain, or low sex drive? Then your hormone levels might be low. I've got the solution for you. Optimize You Chattanooga is a hormone optimization center that specializes in hormone replacement therapy. They changed my life and they can change yours. Find them online at optimizeyouchattanooga.com. Welcome back to Focus for Women with your hosts, Sabrina Smedley, Mandy Livingston, and Medicare Misty. Welcome back to Focus for Women. I'm Sabrina Smedley along with my co-host, Mandy Livingston, and our special guest today, Kim Chapman Whitfield, which just... Right before the break, had us sitting here with our jaw hanging mm, wide open. I'm thinking Maybe. about who am I about to fight? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that know, Saudi girl coming so, out. Like, so Kim is sharing with us how she, you know, started her career fresh out of college in her early 20s on her first job. And, you know, they're, they're letting her go. And even had the audacity to say if she were the guy, 
that they wouldn't be getting rid of her. So you hired an attorney. You took mm-hmm. this to court. Pick up where we left off. Of my attorney, I don't know if I mentioned this, was Lynn Rambo. Yes, I love that Let's name. Rambo, know. by the way, is, I mean, those are my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. So you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's like, you know you got the right attorney yeah, with that name. She, she was a good one. <laughs> and so, you know, they wrote the, we were talking, the the uh, general manager and news director wrote me these glowing letters of recommendation. We forwarded them to the EEOC. EEOC, you know, mm-hmm. said, sorry, not happening. You know, discrimination did not happen here. My attorney, Lynn Rambo, says, you realize you'll be a troublemaker. You'll be labeled that way. You could, and that could end your career. Wow. And I said, you know, if, if this is meant to be, yeah, you know, if this is, this God, if this is the direction that God wants me to go, then this is the way I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's go file the papers, move on. Yeah. So we go to uh, federal court in Rome, Georgia, Floyd County mm-hmm. and judge Harold Murphy was the judge mm-hmm. and they had their attorneys and they had the opening statements and it was trial by judge. Yeah. And they started, and the one attorney said, Your Honor, we are indeed going to prove to you that had Kim been a man and Rick Bernstein, the other reporter, Uh had been a woman, we would have kept her. And the judge pushed himself back from the bench and said, Why in the... Are you going to do that? And I'm like, yeah, that's one for me already. Oh, my you know? goodness. Yeah. Like, y'all spent money on that. That's what I would have said. I know. Yeah. I was just like, I can't believe that he just said that. Oh, my. I can't really. You know, and how much are they paying this attorney? <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, so that happened, and it lasted about a week. And you have to drive up for Atlanta, because when that happened in Rome, mm-hmm. I had to pack up, you know, and go back home mm-hmm. in Marietta yeah. with my family, which yeah. was fine. Yeah. But we drove up you know, five, six, seven days and all the testimony and all the people who said they would testify, testified, you know, as far as, you know, she's a nice person, you know, Mm -hmm. so forth, character witnesses, professional witnesses. And at the end of the day, I mean, it made the newspaper. I'm somebody now. I know. I got my name in a headline. (laughs) By golly. (laughs) But I mean, you did the right thing by fighting it. And I think that that in and of itself is inspiring because you were young. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to have some kind of support system. You must have great parents or something. Yes, because yes, you obviously, because that took courage. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many mm-hmm. 27-year-old girls have that kind of courage? Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So I think that that's very, very inspiring. But but you hear about discrimination in the workplace all the time. A lot of times nowadays, it's more sexual harassment or something like that. But you hear about it, especially you know, as it relates to the people that work in the media, mm-hmm. especially these big outfits. I mean, you hear about these guys that make these sexual advances to these young reporters. You know, hey, if you give me a little favor, you're going to advance and move up the ranks a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So have you been exposed to anything like that? Because you hear about it all the time. Yeah, fortunately not. Yeah, fortunately exactly. not. I've worked with some great people. You have. Straight up people from mm-hmm. you know Jacksonville, Florida, Chattanooga. I mean, from bosses, coworkers, for, you know, photographers, everyone that I've worked, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I have that's not awesome. experienced it. No, that's awesome. Well, heck, you came out of the shoot going... Don't mess with me. I will. Right. Do not mess with me. I'm not your yeah. one. I think right. they knew. I think yeah. they knew better. So, so you've been at News Channel 12 23 years now. No, she's at I nine. I mean, nine. I meant News Channel 9. That's okay. <gasps> News Channel 9. That's okay. 
News Channel 9. No, no, not to dig it on Channel 12. <laughs> right. friends there too. You've been in News yes. Channel 9 now for 23 years. Yes. And so you've worked with Mary, Mary Ellen Loker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've worked with some wonderful people. I have. So Mary Ellen Loker, you know, I just remember thinking she was so pretty. She was so classy. And she was a household name. Mm -hmm. And I remember when she was fighting cancer, you know, people Mm -hmm. were really, really upset that, you know, she was going through that. You and her were good friends. We were. We were. So what was she like and how did you two become really good friends? Mel was very funny. Um, What you saw on the air Mm -hmm. is who she was. Yeah. She and Bob Johnson were super good friends. And I think maybe... They were just super good friends. I'm not insane. Yeah. I think Bob Johnson really loved Mel. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she really was, it was hard not to love Mel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just work in the same schedule and coming in every day and we just start talking. I remember one night I was so nervous because like, oh my gosh, this is Bob Johnson and Mary Ellen Loker. I have no yeah. business even be sitting next to them on this anchor desk. Yeah. I would sit up there and shake. I was Daryl Patter- Patterson was in that group too, wasn't he? Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. We're still really good friends yeah. too. Yeah. But um, Mary Ellen's fight against breast cancer was very public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Which was very educational yeah. for women to be inspired to have their mammograms every mm-hmm. year, you know, not let things slip. But there was one night we were sitting on the news desk and the, the news was over and I think we were in Wheel of Fortune or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm so hungry. I'm so <laughs> hungry. But she wanted to talk. Yeah. And she started talking about, you know, her her journey with breast cancer and her faith and how wow. much that meant to her. And suddenly I was like, I, I was just enthralled mm-hmm. by all that yeah. she had to say. And she was very inspiring to, oh, yeah. to the last day. Aww. To the very last day. She was a beautiful soul. Yeah. She really was. And she left such a legacy too, though, for oh, women. Absolutely. I mean, she really did because she did fight. She did fight. Mm-hmm. So, and then someone else that you work with now that I'm very fond of, Josh Rowe. What's he yeah. like? You know, I've I've been around Josh a few times. He seems like just a genuinely nice guy. He is. Yeah. He is. He is. And he's a straight up guy. Yeah. You know, he may tell you something that you don't like or you may hurt your feelings, but it's something you need to know. He's one of those it, friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's especially like with reporters. Mm-hmm. We had a meeting yesterday and trying to, to help. OK, well, if you're in this situation yeah. and that situation and Josh has a lot of experience mm-hmm. and Josh, what well, you know, yeah. Sabrina, you, yeah, he's interviewed you. Yeah. And he's just who you see. I mean, he's tough. Yeah. He's tough. Yeah. When, yeah. But I, he, you can tell he's genuine, and you really can because I know when he interviewed me, he was so fair. I mm-hmm. mean, sure. we just sat down and I just let him ask questions, and it was funny how the conversation. It was really a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And he told me off air that he wished you know a lot of folks could just see me, mm-hmm. kind Absolutely. of in that capacity because he, I'll say, I'll give him kudos. He was able to pull out some emotion. And when mm-hmm. you can pull that out, because I'm not, I, I've got like a guard up, you know, especially right. when I was in politics. You had to. Yes. Mm-hmm. You had this wall up. So you're like, and already being a woman, you know, mm-hmm. there's this thing and, and you ladies know this. So there's like a fine line of I'm a strong woman, mm-hmm. but I'm not the B word. I'm not hateful. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh, yes. I'm mm-hmm. a strong woman, but I'm not a B word. Mm-hmm. So because of that you do in certain professions especially in politics 
and I'm sure being in media, yes. you have somewhat of a wall up. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you don't get emotional. Mm-hmm. Never get emotional. Because then that... You're weak. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or that's a soft spot mm-hmm. if you expose yes. that. So Josh was able to pull that out of me. He he really, really did a good job. But I thought he, he's got to be just a good guy and someone good to work with. And one thing I notice about you, Kim, you're always posting on social media. Mm-hmm. Channel 9 oh. owes you. <laughs> let me tell you, honey, you are not, you are a great promoter. Uh-huh. You do and, a fantastic and job. And one thing Thank I notice, she's always bragging on other people. I see yes. you post a picture with Bill Race or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You're Aww. always promoting Channel 9. Mm-hmm. I mean, they owe you, but you're always uplifting people too mm-hmm. which i think says a lot about you and your oh, thank character you. thank you and i think it, that's important yeah yeah you know it's almost like pay it forward yeah that that term where if somebody does something nice for you yeah then you pay it forward and and they appreciate uh-huh. what you do no matter how small you know how big or how small yeah people appreciate that yeah and if you're up and you have good energy then it's contagious Absolutely. You know, Josh is that way. Josh walks in the room and he's yeah. like, hi, friends. And everybody's yeah. like, you know, everybody <laughs> feels good. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. just who he is. You know? That's awesome. Can we ask you about one of your passions? Do you know what I'm going to ask you about? Shopping? Oh, God. <laughs> no, but girl, I'll fair. We can mine too. I'll go with you anytime, honey. We can do some damage. Actually, your husband just commented on that earlier today about packages and numbers. that, And I was like, don't judge her. You've That's not seen package. my packages. She's, She's a my. working girl. Yeah. She's a working like, girl. You need to stop right wants. there. But yeah. Miracle League. Yes. yes. Miracle League. Wow. Tell us a little bit. Crying, yes. right? Yes. You know? I know. That's something that is my heart. It just kind of happened. Yeah, how did um, it, how did that happen? Because I know you've been involved in that a long time. Yes, yes. There was a young man, Patrick Sherrock, mm-hmm. who had, and I, I couldn't pronounce the official medical term, but it's brittle bone disease. Yeah. And I think when I met him, you know, he was 9, 10, 11, and he had had 70 broken bones. Oh, oh my god! It's osteogenesis imperfecta. That's oh. what it's called. And That's he terrible. was such a light Oh my goodness. He was amazing and his parents were so amazing. And I met him um, at a charity event mm-hmm. and just just random. Just random. He was very funny, started talking. I was the MC of the event, yeah. had the microphone, and he just comes running up and he had no inhibitions. <laughs> and he came running up, you want to hear a joke, and his mom, you know, puts her forehead in her hand, is like, Oh no. And one thing that you should also know in this business is you never give up your microphone. Yeah. And here he comes, Patrick, you know, a little kid, Aww. grabs the microphone, starts telling a joke. And I was like, uh, you just have at it. So that's that's how we yeah. connected. Yeah. And then the Miracle League in Whitfield County started to happen. They built it. And Patrick's mom said, we're having our opening day. Would you be Patrick's buddy? And a buddy is a Aww. person who is with one of the athletes. And yeah. you stay with them, you know, throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I was standing out in the field and watching all these people. And it's the athletes and it's their families. Yeah. And honestly, I took pictures yeah. and I said, we need one of these in Chattanooga. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And so a friend of mine, I posted that, and mm-hmm. a friend of mine who has a son with special needs said, if you do this, it will change yeah. your life. Yeah. And it has. Aww. I've got chills. I know. Oh, me too. It gives me chills, me chills <laughs> me too. too. Yeah. But you know, there's so many needs out there, Kim, mm-hmm. and to, to get involved in something like that, 
especially impacting the life of a child, a special needs child. I mean, you've done tremendous things with the Miracle League, and I say uh-huh. God has a special crown for you in heaven. Well, thank um, you. That's kind of what. That's kind of what. And we've talked about this. That's kind of where I was shifted to this year, too. You know, mm-hmm. the Bible tells us take care of the orphans and the widows in the Isaiah 117 house. That's right. something that's been very near and dear to my heart this year. And we're getting our first house here in Chattanooga. They're having a groundbreaking October 16th. I'll make sure that, that you both get an invitation to that. But they're Thank doing you. their ribbon cutting and groundbreaking. But, you know, when they take children out of these bad situations, mm-hmm. They've had to stay the night on the floor of DCS until they can find a foster home or something. Mm -hmm. This is a safe house where these kids can go and get a hot meal and get loved and get clean clothes and a bath and and even talk about Jesus, which I Mm -hmm. think is so important. But Miracle League, Isaiah 117, there are so many needs Mm -hmm. and so many opportunities. And I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? As we're blessed, giving back. Yes, and you're a prime, mm-hmm. prime example of that, and I commend you for it. Oh, thank you. Well, I've had the opportunity to see you in action at Miracle League, mm-hmm. and you just, I mean, I can tell you from watching her, she just <laughs> lights up. I she, I don't Aww. even think her feet hit the ground. She just levitates, and the, all the kids know who she is, and she knows all their names, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I barely know my own kids' names. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, she fought for it, too. Oh she came to the county commission when I was chairman the first time, uh-huh. and she made an asked for money i'd have given her every bit of it <laughs> you can have it all it takes nine it, then it took nine votes now it's 11 and uh right. yeah right. but she did she she fought for it yeah. so that's amazing i think that's that's wonderful one thing i do want to ask you mm-hmm. um you know sometimes when you're reporting there's horrible stories out there oh, yeah. mm-hmm. i mean i know even when back when i was in the medical field when they'd bring in a child abuse victim or something like that, some of that stuff stays with you. Mm-hmm. And it can stay w- stay with you for weeks. Like haunt you, is that what you're yes. saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, so how did you cope when there was a situation like that as a reporter? Because you've been doing this a long time. And it can get to you if, I, if, yes. if you don't yes. handle it right. And I think that uh, speaks to the wall mm-hmm. that you're talking yes. about. That mm-hmm. when you're in it yeah you're focused on getting the story out making sure like it breaking news right. school bus yes school, school bus crash. yes yes and you're focused on okay get us the information make sure it comes from the proper sources police yes. fire you know ems spokespeople mm-hmm. whomever right and then in your car on the way home you ball you process exactly. you let it out exactly mm-hmm. you, yeah. th- th- then it hits you and that's, right. and that's how you recover if you can it's, it stays with you that was yeah. tragic i was yes. there i i was i was there during that time and that's when i was on the commission that was so so tragic but mm-hmm. there are a lot of stories like that you know and you do like you said i think it's good that you said that you let it out because that's what i had to do too i mean certain mm-hmm. times you had to figure out a way to let it loose because if you just hold that in mm-hmm. you go explode. crazy mm-hmm. you just yeah. just and go I, crazy i think you know that speaks to leaders period so leaders there's there is an obstacle in front of you whether mm-hmm. it's tragic or you know what have you and you deal mm-hmm. and then after it's done and you you know yeah. you've kind of got it settled then it's your time right it's your time to go okay what do i need right now right you know do i need to cry do i need to call my mama do i need to you know what what do i need right now right and that that shows strength in women as well because if to your point if we do not 
if we do not take care of us, right. there's no way we can take care of them. Exactly right. There's no way, whatever exactly that looks right. like. Yeah. Yeah. So commend, I commend you for that as well. Oh, you're very kind. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Plus, you have Sean to deal with, and oh my. Well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of my next question, I, I gotta ask you. I'm sorry, I've gotta ask you. How on earth did Sean get you to go out with him? Uh, that is Tell a great me. question. How did he? We know I mean, him, I've so got we that need down to know. here. I'm sorry. How on earth did Sean Whitfield convince you to go on that first date? Much gotta less marry him. Breaking news. Got to hear it here. Is he listening? Oh, he is will he be. He'll have, he'll have to wear the. He'll have to hear the whole podcast. You'll hear the aftermath. You didn't get it right now. <laughs> That's good. That's time for me to go to the beach. No, no, exactly. no. He's amazing. He yes. is an amazing guy, and yeah, as you know, life would have it. Have it. We met at Pink. Okay. Uh, in 2015, I think it was, okay. maybe 14 years ago, okay. uh-huh. he was one of our advertisers. Okay. And we have tables at Pink for our advertisers. He was at our table. Uh-huh. I was with Calvin, mm-hmm. Calvin Sneed. He was yeah. my date that night. My husband, now deceased husband, yeah. uh-huh. uh, had, had other yeah. commitments. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Calvin was like, you should talk to Sean about Miracle League. I bet he'd like to help you. So poor Sean. And Sean had a day. It was his girlfriend and poor yeah. her. You know, I'm out there just yakking yeah. away. Uh-huh. Thinking, you know, it's important to everybody. So yeah, just right. listen to my pitch. And, uh-huh. and that was it. Yeah. Nice to meet you. And he said, well, if you want to talk more about the Miracle League, you know, here's my number. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, okay. Great. Thank you. And I came in, you know, yeah. maybe did a couple things um, with his show. Sure. Yeah. And he said, you're going to come into the studio. I said, no, I'll just do whatever the phone because it's yeah. early. And, yeah. You know, I mean. I've done that too. It's more convenient. Over the back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about, you right. know, hair, exactly. makeup and all that mess, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then we go to Pink. Um, we, I went to Pink in 2020 mm-hmm. because my husband died in 2016. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that was a struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, I. New Channel and I had tables, so mm-hmm. you know there were people to be with. It wasn't like I I had secure I had a right. support system. Yeah, there. right. And I thought I'm doing this. I don't know who's at the table, but I went. I bought a dress. I got my hair did. Mm. Yeah, and I went. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was at the table, and um, I thought, oh, you know, I need to run to the restroom. Yeah, and was running out and. Sean was walking in, and Pink, if you've never been there, Pink yeah. is very dark. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you said pink lights, but the, exactly. it's dark. Mm-hmm. And so he's walking by, and I thought, there's Sean Whitfield. Yeah. I should probably go say hello. Yeah. And I thought, no, he won't remember who you are. Don't bother. I thought, no, guess you know. <laughs> Everybody no, knows who you are. I face that girl, please. <laughs> he was I probably, he was probably flattered, yeah. probably passed out that she remembered him. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, did, I didn't know, so I thought, you know, be nice. Mm-hmm. He's been nice to you. Yes. So I went over and said, hey, Sean, you know, and gave him a hug. And it was just real quick. It's like, nice to see you. And he's, yeah. you know, how you doing? And uh-huh. he had a date that night. Yeah. And I had a table that night. So I went off and actually ran into a friend. I was talking to him, saw yeah. the friend. I was like, well, it's great to see you. <laughs> I gotta yeah. go. I got, There's somebody better over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna say. No, we can't say that. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> I'm just teasing. She's gonna oh, get no. you in bad trouble. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Let's just move along. <laughs> so one of the funniest parts, I think, about the entire story of how we got together was the day after. Uh-huh. Okay. And my mom was at my house in town visiting, uh-huh. and I get this text, and it says, "Hi Kim, it was great to see you last night. It was a pleasant surprise. You look beautiful." 
Uh, from Sean. But if you remember, I put his number in my phone, but I had to put his name in. Oh, oh. So, you so it's Stranger Danger. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so saying, you had no just, idea who was texting uh, no, you. This no. is great. No. <laughs> Did you say who this be? <laughs> who it is? <laughs> I had to text. I looked at my mother. And I was like, Ew, there's I a creepy creeper. Chest. Yeah. I have no idea who this is, which means you have to text back and say, I'm exactly. sorry, who is this? Yeah. My yeah. favorite part of well, this entire yeah. story. I love that. Yeah. My uh, favorite or, part. <laughs> Other than, I have somebody better over here I gotta go talk to. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Oh. And so that kind of, that was it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't assume. This is Sean Whitfield. And we texted back, you know, a little bit. And yeah. he said, you know, would you want to go have dinner one night? Um, you know, just as friends. Wow. Uh-huh. You know, dinner or whatever. So I was at work, but took my dinner break and uh-huh. and um, met him. No, he picked me up. Okay. He picked me up at the station and we went. Was it that very week or that day? Um, the next week. Okay. The, the next, next week. week. Yes, uh-huh. I believe it was yeah, Wednesday. Honey, you got to make him wait it out a little bit. I know. Bit, it. You know? I especially, it I mean, especially when he's like, you know, and you were looking at me. <laughs> yes, I was. Like every time. Exactly. <laughs> so, so y'all went to dinner. Yeah, we went to dinner and had a very nice time and talked a lot yeah. and it was just very comfortable I mean I was a little nervous yeah. you know uh-huh. sure but it was very comfortable and what I found kind of strange or maybe out of character yeah is that when there are events that I MC or yeah. whatever I don't want to drag anybody along exactly. and just go oh, yeah. you know yeah. what is this but there's a thing called um, oh gosh it's it's, it's escaped me. It's a Tim yeah. Tebow event, and it's a prom night. Yeah. Oh, night to yeah, shine. Yeah, night to yeah. shine. Night to shine. How can I forget that, right? Yeah. Oh, all right? And I was emceeing, and it's on a Friday, and it's always the Friday before Valentine's Day, and I invited him to go with me. I don't know why. Yeah. Never would have done right. that. Just, Divine said, intervention. Yeah, exactly. And Just I said, this right. is something... Yeah. you know that's important to me do you want to go it's like sure yeah. so he comes along and i walk in you know we, of course he picked me up and we went in and it's packed and it's all yeah. you know adults and children with special needs mm-hmm. all decked out and they're, oh, they're prom wear you know the gowns cool. cutest. how cool oh that's it's amazing tim tebow oh, started yeah, that yeah that is so cool and i kind of looked at sean and there's a woman who's in charge of it who kind of says okay come over here come yeah. over there go say this go say that and mm-hmm. i'm just like sure 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 so i looked at him like Oh, I'm sorry. Like I'm fixing to go do my thing. Yeah. And that's what he said. Go do your thing. I'll be right here. I was like, okay. He's, He's all right. He's a good guy. He's all right. And then I'll tell a story that he probably will say, why did you tell that? <laughs> no, please do. They're my favorite. They're the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so we got in the car when it was over. Yeah. And he started the car and he's like, oh, and he kind of, you know, wipes his eye a little bit. And I looked at him. I was like, are you crying? <gasps> Sitting here thinking, oh, I know yeah. you are. I know, yeah. I know you've Don't got you to tell me or not. Right. Yeah. And he didn't say anything. And I said, you've never seen anything like that before, have you? And yeah. he said, no. I can't imagine. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Sean's a good person. I've known yes. Sean a long that little time. Softy. Why not yeah. Sean? I've known Sean a long time. And I can tell you, because I've, I've met a couple girls he's been out with before. When he told me he was <laughs> dating you, I was so excited. Oh, yeah. Finally, Aww. somebody worth dating. <gasps> I mean... Well, seriously, how about you know? And uh, because I knew Sean, Sean was holding out for that special lady, as he should. Yeah, as he should. As and he you know, should. when you're single, it's like you, you know, losing your your first husband, who I mm-hmm. know was a great guy. Mm-hmm. I know yes, that he was. because he was a fellow Mason like my husband, mm-hmm. and right. I know right. he did a lot of great things too. Mm-hmm. But when you go through that, or when you're single for a while, like I was single almost seven years. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. after I after I divorce, you get set in your ways, mm-hmm. and yep. the more set you get in your ways, the higher standards 
you mm-hmm. have yes for that next person mm-hmm. if there's going to be a next right. person mm-hmm. you know exactly and so it's it, you know it's always good so i knew sean was holding out so when he told me and i could tell he was excited i could tell he was bragging a little bit when he went out with her i, yeah. I would have finally something <laughs> finally something worth talking about sean you know so wow no that's so good i'm know. so glad and i'm glad you guys are married you've been married how long now it was a year in august yeah oh wow now wasn't there a little episode with the ring at the wedding oh there's another good story to tell sorry honey (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got married in mexico we just decided to just do our thing we're older we've been through it before yeah let's just go do this just us you know wedding honeymoon right yeah and it was outside on the beach yeah beautiful day and we're at the altar and the minister is about to ask for the rings and, I, and you know how tall Sean yeah. is, right? And I look up at him, <laughs> and he looked down at me, and I said, do you have the rings? Uh, yeah, I and heard he this said, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to run back to the room. <laughs> well, no, he, said, he said, don't you? And I said, didn't you get your text? Because I texted him and said, do you have the rings? Well, he had already put his phone down, so yeah. that was, you know, not happening. So That was nerves. That's what uh, that yeah. was. Uh, I think so. Okay, that's, yeah. yeah. It was so sweet, though, because he said... <laughs> well can we just fake it and just you know get back to the room and put the rings on and i said nope heck no (laughs) no i want them things blessed right here that's right right. the minister's here so he has to run back to the room get the rings and come back i only sean look i only sean and here it is you know kim's sitting there talking to the minister like hey so and you do and blah blah blah. i'd be saying we have to pay extra for this Put on Sean's <laughs> we better not be having to pay extra for this. You know? That's so funny. Oh, that is so funny. That's a great story. That's a great, yeah. great, great story. And, uh, you know, Kim, as I said, this podcast is all about us inspiring other women. Mm-hmm. And we always ask our guests right before we mm-hmm. conclude the show, if you could inspire other women out there, if you could just give them a word today, anything that might inspire other women that are out there trying to make it maybe they feel like giving up maybe they just need to be encouraged Mm -hmm. what would your words of wisdom be wow that's a good one i probably would apply to what i've been through as don't give up yes do not give up and believe in yourself Mm -hmm. i i think that and you're a prime example of that going back to the college professor Mm -hmm. who told you you could never make it and you didn't let him dictate your future. Mm, I right, think that's so important. Right. Oh, you know? for sure. And, you know, more and more females struggle with depression. You hear statistics mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I want my legacy to be she did inspire other women. Mm-hmm. She did uplift other, other women. I think your story does just that. And I thank you for thank coming you. on and sharing it today me. with us. Yeah, well, Mandy, that wraps it up for episode 13. I can't believe that. I can't believe it. Focus for Women. Of course, you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Go to sabrinarealty.com or Facebook. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to another episode of Focus for Women with Sabrina Smedley, Mandy Livingston, and Medicare Misty. For more information and past shows, go to our website, sabrinarealty.com. Thank you for listening. When I buy or sell a home, I call Sabrina at Sabrina Realty. She's the hardest working person I know. Her decades of experience and knowledge guarantees I always have the best representation. 
I've trusted Sabrina for years, and you can too. I'm Sabrina Smedley. With an unpredictable real estate market, experience matters the most. Whether you're buying or selling a home, give me a chance to prove Sabrina Realty is the right choice.